the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you and welcome to The Word. It's our Church of the Week program, and uh, we as a radio station believe that, uh, that you need to be plugged in that you need to be engaged in the local church. A lot of people tune in to, to this great radio station, uh, uh, you know, to, to get the, the, your daily word. But, uh, but forsake not the, <laughs> the gathering here. And uh, we encourage you to tune in because we're going to introduce you to, to a great friend of mine. Boy, I tell you what, I've known this man for over 30 years, it's hard to believe. And I know he's a friend of yours. But I'll tell you why we do this program. There is a verse in the Bible. It's 1 Timothy 5.17. It says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And with me today, again, boy, I tell you what, by the way, my name is Baron Wiley, and uh, Johnny D., how long have we known each other? It, it's hard to believe it's been over 30 years, because that means that we're getting older. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm I, all right with that. I enjoy this ride there, too. We were in the same youth group together. Yes. Growing up at Trinity Church. Yes. At one time. No, no, you crashed my youth group. We, party. we, we would come to your lock-ins. We were, yeah. the, we were the West Side kids who would truck over here and... And drop in for your all-nighters and lock-ins and way back. I don't know if any young people are even get this old-fashioned sentence, but the air band yep. uh, competition. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> now, now it's coming back. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I saw the video. Uh, we were. Did I tell you this already? No. So yeah. So uh, I. Uh, someone had this this video from our youth group On days. VHS, no yeah, doubt. exactly. And so we queued it up and watched it. And, oh, okay, so so there I am, you know, doing my thing. And then there's the other, and all of a sudden, this little sixteen year old punk named Johnny's there doing a U two song. I think. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hey, that's Johnny D. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. And then we became friends, just kind of growing up, and our yes. and our mutual love of, of music. And now, again, thirty years later, uh, I've been here with the station for six for fifteen years, going on sixteen, and. And you're you're a pastor and a rev, yes. actually the rev, yes. the yes. pastor of Rev Ministries. It's Johnny D. Johnny, does anybody know your last name? Everybody knows you. <clears throat> it's kind of, a, I guess, it's not really a secret. Um, <laughs> it's it. My, my my last name is Monteverdi. Yeah. And Johnny D. got it was was a joke in our youth group uh, in the early early nineties, and it was supposed to be a taunt. And and it backfired on the person taunting me, and all the teenagers started calling me that. Yeah. And then way, way, way back, another old-fashioned sentence when social media, like chat rooms, first started, uh, I started putting down Johnny D, and then when an even more dinosaur phrase like MySpace popped up, I started using Johnny D, and it just stuck, so... That's too funny. Yeah. And then when they, well, Monteverdi doesn't start with a, with a D. No, no. People say, what does a D stand yeah, for? And I give them downtown, dangerous, devil <laughs> hater. Uh, it's actually my middle name. So Very good. Well, I love it. Well, Johnny D is in the house. And again, our Church of the Week here. Rev Ministries, though, what a story. Where to begin there? Because uh, you've been on this, this journey. Yes, yes. Uh, started ministry to teenagers while I was still a teenager. Uh, our, our youth pastor had the foresight or at least the ear with the Holy Spirit to say, you know, lend that, lend that boy an ear. 
and, and started working with teenagers while I was a teenager. Uh, it's been an interesting journey coming up on 29 years in ministry, 30 yeah. years in ministry, where the Lord had us with uh, some of the biggest churches here in town, some of the mega churches. We had thousands of people mm-hmm. going to the church and and just working through that. And every every time we would move, and it wasn't often, but every time we would move, the, the focus became more and more on missions. Uh, international missions, and then finally local missions, and then that was, the, I guess, the uh, the breakthrough. I was going to say the breaking point, but the breakthrough point back in 2010 when the Lord says, okay, we're going to do something new. And for the first time ever, I never had a desire to be the senior pastor or have our own ministry, even though offers would, were there. He said, let's start something new. And it's it's discipleship. Our ministry is a mm-hmm. discipleship ministry, but the means to it is outreach. So we do have a church service. People are like, how come you never talk about the church service? And I was like, well, that's a byproduct of what we do. We mm-hmm. go. We go to where people are at and where they're congregating and, and, and bring Jesus in, in our hands and our feet with us. Yeah, very clearly at uh, therevministries.com, you, you, you spell it out there, your mission, living God's word, sharing God's love. And right there it says the Rev is a discipleship ministry. So while you meet on Saturday nights? We meet on Saturdays at 5 p.m. Uh, we do a potluck format because we kept running into unchurched people, and they said, you know, you take me to a building I've never been to, and you sing songs I've never heard of, and it's stand up, sit down, clap, turn around, give the dog a bone, the hokey pokey. <laughs> and, and we're like, all right, well, let's do something that's a little more user-friendly. And we thought to ourselves, who doesn't like to eat? Well, yeah. So our church service is that, 5 o'clock on Saturdays. We get together. We have a potluck. There's tons and tons of food. And, and we, we talk with people. It, it, we ask them, how was their week? What are their you know strengths? What are their weaknesses? How good was their week? How bad was their week? And the new folks get sucked in through the food yeah. bait. And there's a sermon, and, and there's worship. We've got three different groups that do worship. So you can get everything from a folk worship set to hymns to a very current I don't even know what the current the worship modern bands, worship, modern worship that yeah. you would hear, uh, but it's all worship. Our group loves to worship, and whether it's blues or rock or, or like I said, a, a acoustic singer-songwriter, we, we do it each week. Well, music's always been important to you, as I know you. Absolutely. Since you were a teenager, since yes. we all were, yes. music is a big part of us, and now we're, a big part of our lives now is the spoken word, but music still hits home for you. Oh, yes, absolutely. It, it's bait. It, and, and years ago, I started saying, and I'll still say it, I'll use whatever it takes to get people to Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so whether it's music, a sermon, or a plate of barbecue, we'll do it. Were you ever in a band? I was never, <laughs> okay. never, just, a, never just loved it. Just loved it, loved it. I, I, even now, they're like, are you in a band? No. Are you a tattoo artist? No, no, I'm a pastor. And they're like, you don't look like that. And I was like, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right with that. Yeah, John the Baptist didn't look like a... I think as a child, I gravitated towards him, and that may explain a lot, I think. <laughs> uh, where are you meeting? We're meeting in the Bethany United Methodist Church building on Eisenhower Road, uh, inside of 35 on the way to Eisenhower Flea Market. And we've coupled with them. They meet on Saturdays. We meet. I'm sorry. They meet on Sundays. Right. We do our service on Saturday. So when we're in the neighborhood ministering, people have a choice. They can either come to our potluck at five or their service at eleven. And it's four one zero two Eisenhower Road. Very nice. Great location there too. Easy yes. to get to. Yes. How'd you find it? How'd um, the Lord lead you there. Prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this journey's been prayer. After working for churches. Uh, for over 20 years and being told this is your assignment and asking the Lord to bless it. When he said, let's start something new, I was like, okay, Lord, you direct us. Mm. And and what we do is so outreach-based and so outreach-driven, 
most of what we do is going somewhere else. We're in the elementary, the junior high, and the high school every week. We're at First Friday every month. We're at biker rallies uh, the, the, where the homeless congregate. Uh, and it's just going, 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 going. So we really didn't need a big building. We needed lots of storage space. And, and we started talking with one of the district superintendents of the Methodist Church and said, hey, do you have a, a congregation that's got lots of space and could use the hands and feet into their neighborhood, and we're partnered that way. Very good. And a lot of people attend your church on location, uh, but also online. I, I, in fact, enjoy it on my Saturday evenings. I get to see my friend Johnny D. preaching the Word yes. on your Facebook page. There. Yes. When, when social media first popped up again decades ago, I saw it as an opportunity to let our light shine. So our the sermon portion— uh, and and here recently we started putting the altar call on there because I had a friend or a former student, now friend from Germany, says, every time we go to pray, you cut the feed, and I feel like I'm left hanging. Uh. So we put the sermon online and the, the prayer port portion as well. All of it can be found through the website, the, the RevMinistries.com, our Facebook pages, our Instagram, uh, any and all ways that we're out there. Again, the RevMinistries.com is yes, where you sir. can find that, a link to all those uh, uh, other channels there for them. The Rev Ministries with is Pastor, the Rev, what do they call you, Johnny D? I, I just go by Johnny D. I, I'm, I'm a pastor, I'm the pastor, uh, but it's just Johnny D. Very nice. Well, Johnny D., we're so blessed that you're here. And again, a longtime friend of this station. And I go back to the music thing there, too. You used to do like a little Christian youth show here on this yes, station. Yes, that was radio fun. show. I, I, I love music. I, I cannot watch the hand of God and see creation and not absolutely believe in all my heart and soul mm-hmm. that that is dear to him. Uh, and, then, and our lives should be worship. Our work should be worship. And, and then with the singing as well. And, and I like all, all kinds. I, you can get contemporary to <laughs> hymns, to very hard punk rock, you know, loud, raucous music. But it's all, all glorifying him. Talk about your kids real quick. What are they like? Oh, my kids are amazing. I've got uh, the swirling vortex. I've got six kids. We call them the Dread Squad. Uh, my, oldest, <laughs> my oldest likes rock. Probably yeah. hard rock. Uh, my second son is into uh, dance yeah. or like techno or, or house. Uh-huh. Uh, my third son is just getting into, I don't know what they call it now. A few years ago it was <laughs> no, called, you're that called guy saying, emo. I don't know well, we used to call it oh, emo. So yeah. he's into like these the emotional, melancholy. yeah, like a very melancholy, yeah. you know, back in our day it would have been like smashing Smashy. pumpkins. Yeah, and okay. so he likes emo. And then my fourth son is is cut from our mold. He gets in there and he goes, Dad, I want to listen to real rock and roll. He calls hardcore uh, real rock and roll. Uh, my daughter, the one daughter I have, loves worship, loves Hillsong, loves yeah. uh, Bethel, loves Jesus Culture. Uh, and my youngest isn't into music yet. But they're all over the place. But they all, music's on constantly in devices and, and speakers in all places in our house. Fantastic. And how's your wife doing? My glorious Viking bride is doing amazing. Yeah. Uh, she homeschools all six of the kids and then runs the farm. Uh, we do pigs, goats, chickens, bees, geese, ducks, gardens. So we're trying to sustain ourselves as much as we can off the land and so we're farmers on what top of everything. What inspired that, Johnny D? My, my father passed away at 41 uh-huh. from high cholesterol. So I started looking at my diet. And, and all of us know this, that processed food is bad for us. Refined sugar is bad for us. And so we are living in a neighborhood and said, can we start small uh, and changing diet? And so we started raising chickens. And then 
you know, we went to the neighbors and said, can you put up with that? And they did. And we got a pig and they put up with that. And, and when we realized, man, it's t- <laughs> it, it tastes so much better. Hmm. Uh, we just did that. And then a few years ago, bought some land and, and jumped, you know me, I'm all in or all out. Yeah. So inside of six weeks, we went out and bought pigs and goats and ducks and chickens and geese and bees and fish <laughs> and gardening supplies and so right now we either raise or barter for all of our meat, mm-hmm. uh, raise all of our own eggs. Uh, here in the next handful of months, we'll be producing all of our own milk, butter, and cheese. And so, it's what has that taught you about God? Because God is also a farmer. I understand I'm a gardener. I, I there are days when I totally get the Jesus angle on that. Uh-huh. Every day I learn something. The craziest lesson I've learned, and if you'll give me the time to share it as quickly Please. as I can, is we have this one goat. And he's a male, and he's stubborn. And this goat, <laughs> it, it, and he's my little dog. He follows me everywhere. Well, I'll go out there and I'll feed him, and he will not eat the food that I put down on the ground. He wants to eat it right out of my hand. And and there's a whole trough full of food, and he won't eat it. He'll follow me around waiting for me to hand feed him. And I got upset last summer, and, and I was like, you know, this dumb goat won't eat the food I'm putting out there for him. And the Holy Spirit, as loud as you're hearing me, said, Johnny, I want to hand feed you. Hmm. I want you to come to me, not the ground, not the trough, not your you know, storehouses. I want you to come to me for your spiritual, physical, mental, daily dose two, three times a day. And that changed everything for me. That was so neat. But every day through the bees, through the check-ins, through yeah. the E-I-E-I-O, God's word is just so clear, and, and it's really neat. And it's through worship through through that, yes, and the worship yes. through the music, and again through your your teaching ministry there with Rev Ministries. Hey, if you've just joined us, I'm talking to Pastor Johnny D, pastor of the Rev Ministries, online at therevministries.com. They meet every Saturday evening at five o'clock, and again, you can get all those details at their brand new website, therevministries.com. Uh, I, I want to. Tap back a little bit there too on the on the bees. I'm fascinated. I just learned that you were into the bee thing there too. So how did that happen? And sure, and, and I'm sure there's it's, a... it's a good thing. Back in 2007, I was visiting family on the East Coast, yeah, and they were talking about how the farms were all closing because there were not enough bees, and mm. the cost of importing bees to uh, pollinate the plants were just too much. So I thought to myself, if I ever buy land, I'm going to raise bees. So we bought land, and I thought, you know what? Raising bees is a good thing, and had had no experience with them, didn't know anybody who had bought them, and and just in my drive and ignorance, went out and bought a beehive and... And they showed up or what? No, no, no. You you, you find a beekeeper and convince Uh. them to sell you some of their bees, and there's a demand. There there are not enough bees... Mm -hmm. To to supply the honey demand, the the local bees demand. I don't sell my bees, but if I could, I could have them all sold this weekend because people are just mm-hmm. dying for them. Not my bees, but just honey bees in general. So I convinced the guy to sell me a full hive of bees. Uh, brought it home and just started doing research and fell in love with the, you know their their community and the structure and the the fact. I think it's fascinating that that's the only food on earth that never spoils. True. And, and I, th- to know that a God... Honey, they find honey in the, in the pyramids and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Hundreds and thousands of years old, and it's still good. 
and, and just the amazingness. No, nobody. It, it, it took us modern folk to start mm-hmm. saying there's no God because you can't look at the creation and the meticulousness and the rhyme and reason to all of that and not say it's a miracle. You know, it is. It is. It's, it's miraculous. And, and again, if you come to the service, you hear all kinds of stories about the bees and the goats and the chickens and that because scripture scripture is revealed in them. Mm, I love it. I yes. love it. Uh, so let's talk about what you're talking about on on uh, Saturday nights. There, how do you do you do you are you a serious kind of guy, or does the Lord lay something on you and you go for it? Uh, it it's definitely spirit led. Uh, uh-huh. We're we're in a series right now, uh, but our focus is discipleship, and so the the given is God is real, and and how does this apply to our lives? Our 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 drive is okay. You're saved. You're a believer. Now what? How can you influence? your home, your school, your neighborhood, your workplace. So we're, we're on the deep end of the teaching spectrum, but life is hilarious and God is hilarious. So we laugh a lot, but I, I cry every week <laughs> up there as well. Uh, we, we do service a little different. Uh, most of the folks who started the ministry back in 2010 uh, were and are church folk, had spent their whole life in church. And, and we thought to ourselves, you know, if, if there was no format, how would we design church? And we couldn't come up with that answer. But what we were doing for nine months in a row was meeting at my house and eating together. Mm-hmm. And so after nine months of not being able to figure out a church format, somebody says, man, we're doing the church format. We're eating together. And, and you know, one day one of the girls' alternators went out uh, at, at the church service. And so the guys ran down to the parts store and, and fixed it right there. And then, and then the next week somebody was looking for a job and somebody there – at church was hiring, and and so the, there's a scripture in the Old Testament where Elisha is asking the Shumanite woman, um, you know, how do we meet your needs? And she says, I live amongst my people. Mm-hmm. And and we thought that was so profound that this woman's needs were met by her community. And so that's what we've been very intentional for the last seven years is being a community that meets each other's physical, mental, spiritual, all, all, all needs that we can. Well, let's talk about some of those specifically there because there are a lot of ministry uh, outreach. And by the way, this radio station has been blessed by Johnny D and uh, and your, I guess your 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 tribe, if you will. Uh, as we've for several years in a row, we were doing an Easter egg hunt out at Morgan's Wonderland. We moved down to Trader's Village there, and you would show up with a dozen guys that would help yeah. hide eggs and and just do it for the love of it and touch yes. kids and yes. and uh, and ministry. But but today though, my friend, I, I know about your. Your, your your food ministry there, too. So talk about some of the outreaches that you've got going on, the clothes and the sure, food. And- sure, sure. Uh, we believe that we should all be doing God's thing for our life, not just a godly thing. So all of the, the programs or things I'm about to mention have birthed out of people's individual desire to meet people's needs. So, again, seven years ago, one of our, our guys, Joe Frank, stood up and says, we need to be feeding people. Well, now we're giving over 2,500 pounds of food away wow. Monday through Saturday um, meat, bread, fruits, vegetables, and canned goods. They, you get that from the, the food we bank? We get that from what? the San Antonio Food Bank, Children's Hunger Fund, Trinity Oaks, Daily Bread, uh, and, yeah. and just all over the place. And people can show up 9 to 3. At the Eisenhower at location? At the 4102 Eisenhower with no nothing. They don't need any ID or, ID or, or <laughs> anything. They just need to show up with a need. Yeah. And they can come once a week, and they get about a 40-pound box, like I said, of meat, wow. vegetables, fruit, all that stuff. That was birthed out of someone's desire to reach people. We, we do a clothing closet. We have free showers for the homeless on Tuesday afternoons mm-hmm. uh, where they can come in. They can wash their clothes, dry their clothes, use the shower, get a sack lunch. And then when, while they're there, talk with people who 
truly care for them. Mm. Uh, we started an open-air market the first and third weekend of every month trying to reach into the community and have the community show up to a church site that they hadn't been showing up to despite the fact that they were living there for weeks, months, years. And while we were there a few months ago, we're like, let's start selling food. So we came up with an idea for Sacred Heart mm. barbecue spot. And we sell brisket, chicken, and sausage. And every time you come and buy, not a from pl- your not from your backyard, right? No, no, okay. no, 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 not that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't make enough of that. Okay. Uh, so anybody who comes in and buys a barbecue plate is buying a homeless person a meal. Oh. So you buy your brisket or sausage or chicken plate, and and we right there on the spot uh, put a meal ticket to the side, and a homeless person or someone f- struggling with food insecurities can show up, grab that meal ticket, and redeem it. They get a third pound burger. Uh, all the sides, a dessert and a drink, and they can either have it there or take it to go. And then we've got a road crew when there's a lot of traffic buying but not a lot of traffic taking the free food. These guys go and and take it, and right there on Eisenhower 35, there's a huge stream of uh, homeless, and they show up and and say, hey, we brought you lunch. You deliver it. Oh, yeah. So we deliver food to homeless when people come in and buy barbecue. Tell me again when this happens. This is the first and third Saturday at that address, 4102, and again, brisket, sausage, uh, chicken, and it's it's excellent. I don't mean to toot our own horns, but we've got some amazing grill masters out there knocking out really good food and then just helping, helping dozens. So if we sell 40 plates, we feed 40 homeless people. If we sell 20 plates, then we feed 20 homeless people wow. that Saturday. So if someone's listening right now and they say, uh, I want to help. Oh, we'll take it. Uh, we'll take it. I'm not asking you to leave your church. I'm not asking you to abandon yeah. what you do, but we will take it. Go to the website, uh, therevministries.com, and, and either through the email uh, or, or the Facebook page, but we'll take volunteers all the time. We need people six days a week to cook, clean, sweep, mop, package food, unload food. Uh, need, N-E-E-D, need is a black hole. Mm. It, it's, it's never enough love, enough money, enough food enough fill in the blank and so we'll we would we would uh covet anyone's volunteer minutes or hours is there a phone number someone could call i'm gonna do something crazy oh you're gonna give out i'm gonna give my cell number oh, out boy. and everyone's like you can't do that and i was like sure can yes, I uh can. my personal cell number is 210-367-4787 yeah. uh the church has a phone the outreach has a phone there's all emails but if you call 210-367-4787 or text me i can have you plugged into outreach ministry this week Pro- probably tailored to what you love doing because i can't imagine things that are needing to be done that we're not doing is that part of uh for his glory ministries or is that something different for his glory is part of our ministries a lot of our ministers have side projects. I guess it would be the same way. We were talking about music earlier. So you had guys in a band and then they do a side project on the side. A lot of our guys do side ministries mm. because the focus is, is, is a little different than ours. So uh, gotcha. one, of our, one of our cornerstone guys, Albert uh, Gonzo Gonzalez, does For His Glory ministry. Uh-huh. And it's a, a biker ministry, two bikers, four bikers, about bikers. Uh, they do a toy run where they put about 100 bicycles Shh. into kids' hands. There's another uh, – one of our other pastors has got a ministry to the west side called Open Gate mm-hmm. uh, Ministry. And, and so if we're talking Christianese, we are definitely a ministry of ministers. More of our guys are preaching, teaching, 
bringing the loss to Jesus percentage-wise than anything I've ever encountered because you get there and that's our first thing is, okay, what has God called you to do? Mm. How can you be his hands and feet to your husband, wife, kids, neighborhood, and it just flows over from there. Well, the Rev truly is a discipleship ministry, and you're living it, and you're walking it, and you're the hands and feet, and uh, you're walking the walk, and all that good stuff. Giants, we're kind of wrapping up here there. Can you uh, invite our listeners to check you out? Yes, yes, please. We are all, if there's a way to reach people, we'll take it and and run it into the ground. We're at T-H-E-R-E-V ministries, plural, dot com, therevministries.com. Uh, when you go to that website, you'll find our Instagram page on there. You'll find our Facebook pages on there. Uh, our church a few years ago branched off and now has a, another wing called the Rev Outreach Community Center. We have a senior citizen nutrition and activity program. <laughs> Five days a week, senior citizens come and play dominoes and have a lunch and do things. And they, we, we, we could have spent triple the time we did here with all the opportunities God has blessed us with. So you can... Check out that website, therevministries.com, or I'm sure none of my folks are going to be happy, but my personal number is 210-367-4787, and all of this is that some might be saved. Yeah, that's pretty consistent with you, Johnny D, ever since I've known you. You've always had a heart for that, and we're here to honor you, and thank you for your thank you for, the for being obedient uh, to the calling, and it is a calling. Hey, I saw you in a magazine once. What was that? <laughs> Just somebody said, do you want to talk about Jesus in a magazine? And I was like, you bet I do. I'll go anywhere, do anything inside of, you know, the Holy Spirit's guiding. Yeah, he, he said, do you want to share Christ? And it's it's our, our good friend Ben Schooley up in the Bernie area. Yeah. Uh, he runs a magazine out there. And uh, What was that magazine? Remember? He's going to be so no, mad. I think it's Explore. Yeah. I want to say it's Explore magazine. But they took a professional shot of you. Oh, you yeah. Know? It was all fancy schmancy. Yeah. did a photo shoot, and there was an article. And uh, Ben's a real good friend of mine and a good friend of the ministry. And, and he's got a couple of businesses, but that magazine is one. And so, yeah, yeah. When you listen, I encourage you, when you listen to the Holy Spirit, you never know where you're going to end up. Exactly. Well, you're, again, a walking testimony to that. Thank you. Uh, if you want to learn more about Johnny D and his ministry, it's the Rev. T-H-E-R-E-V ministries.com. It's our Church of the Week. Hey, just go to our website, am630theword.com. You can hear this whole conversation again. You can hear those great devotionals that Johnny D gave us every day this past week here on on The Word. Uh, And again, uh, for you to check out at your leisure, in case maybe you missed the first part, uh, just check out our podcast page at uh, am630theword. Johnny D, God bless you, buddy. Thank you much. Thank you. And thank you for listening to am 630 the Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.